0: Cock
1: Your pistols. Whoa! Come back. We're getting into tippy tap territory. Tippy tap fifty six. Great. Not only
2: is it a tippy tap, it's a drum roll, please. Coping a feel episode. That's right, on a feel. We get to know. We gotta get our some of guests the- deep to get to know the soul of our guests. We what re- makes them
1: tick. We really gotta get through their favorite car. TV cop. A theme song like the Waka chikawaka is going on in there. Just like we hear in a lot of the cop shows. Didn't yeah. we hear it in this cop show?
2: Yes, we have a very we have a very seventies S, even though it's an 80s show, a very seventies S soundtrack. And obviously there's so many details to cover here, Murray. Right. Too many. And I'm too lazy to cover them. That's why we're gonna have our guests cover them. People you think you know Phil DeGlass? Glass. You don't know shit about Phil the Glass until you've listened to this episode of Matt
3: Houston. Phil, how the hell are you? I'm doing wonderful because not only do I ha- get to be on your show, I get to be on your show during your five-year anniversary celebration. That's true. That's right. Yes. We are doing yeah. the truth. Oh,
2: thank you for bringing that up I am so upset with a <laughs> disappointed and upset with our listeners because I we got a decent response. First of all, I talking about baring your heart and soul. I bared my heart and soul on our Road Warrior episode. Yeah, I great. I, I, was, I showed some vulnerability. Usually you, you guys are, like think me as a god. Like I like, yeah. Tim are you human? Yes, I am. And let me mm-hmm. tell you and Fucking Ninja 2 is doing better <laughs> than fucking Road Warrior. Some Scott throwaway Atkins. fucking it's, Scott Atkins
1: movie. It's the Scott Atkins. I
2: mean, Fuck you guys. Really? It's
1: bullshit. Yeah, it's it bullshit. is.
2: But what isn't bullshit? Matt Houston. Matt Houston. Or maybe no. he is.
3: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, let me wait, let me just back up real quick because Road Warrior, it was yeah, a great episode. It was really it was, good. Was, I really it loved it. And Ad Max was great, and I love Road mm-hmm. Warrior, because Road mm-hmm. Warrior is one of my favorite films of all time. Great and movies. just yesterday, mm-hmm. I had the biggest tweet of my entire Flexology career. I'm happy 2, million, Two million impressions. Holy oh. shit! Yeah, detail expands, almost 14,459 wow. profile visits, 23,000 1000 engagements wow and it, you know I've what never has that a picture of, of a who? who was it no uh, jim brown it was no close very close by the way name a villain in a movie you shouldn't like but you do picture of guess who lord humongous oh lord. i can't just... humongous
2: I'm gonna take partial credit for that. Please. That's
3: why. I, that's you should. That's why I'm saying it. I'm not saying it just to talk about my great tweet. Yeah, because the
2: best I've ever done, I got Seth Rogen to give me a like. That's the greatest hey, I've that ever done. That was Commando. Done. Yeah, it was the. Yes. Lord, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. That's Thank right. you for remembering that. Yeah. yeah I and then only got episode. like, then only got two or three thousand likes or something. That's so funny. I forgot. I,
1: that yeah. our peak Twitter exposure was Seth Rogen. Yeah, it
2: blew up after we got the Seth Rogen seal of approval. Yeah,
3: a person this, that we mock
1: quite often. Yeah.
3: This has nothing to do with any celebrity. It's all about Lord Humongous with his, you know, speaker saying, "Just walk away." That's it. That's so good. Right. And, and you know what? what? And why do you think I thought of that? Because I exactly. just listened to Road Warrior on Globe's Theater, and, and so I, uh, I, owe, I owe it to you. Thank you, guys.
2: And I want to thank you because Phil was kind
3: enough to say, "Hey, if you like this tweet, you should check out this episode." Fuck, oh, thank yeah. you, Phil. Anyway, I tried to get, I tried to give a little, you know, I tried to connect it, and it, you know, you, you probably got a few hits, a few hits. I was trying to check the numbers, but I didn't have a chance to. So Pay anyway, but also, one other thing. Normally, I do a cocktail. Oh yes, to pair to pair with the show, but I'm or the movie that we're going to be doing, right. like I did for Maniac Killer and Burial Ground. Right? I have a very special five year anniversary. Oh, club theater cocktail, and it'll be on the internet soon. Nice, say, yeah. Oh, so I you're just
2: going to tease us? Do you. not. That's going gonna... to be the second. I'll, biggest no, sweep. no. I'll, oh, I'll okay.
3: tell you. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll tell you what it is. So I, I built it. I actually did this yesterday. And I'll show you the, the video will be online sometime this week to help Hell promote yeah. Matt Houston and your show. Um, all you need is a shot of rum, okay, one fifty one, like a high proof. Apparently, like Bacardi doesn't make one fifty one anymore, which I did. Like so it was hard to find like a huh. high proof rum. Yeah, shot of rum, light beer, pour it in, uh, you know, about three fourths. So you're doing like a Irish car bomb type thing. Okay. Um, I hope it's not uh, Bud Light because I did Coors Light. We're with Kid Rock. No, I'm not doing. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm staying away from the Bud Light controversy. We're gonna go with Coors Light. (laughs) Coors Light. Thought about last time. I think Griff, you were in Colorado. I was like, this sounds good. We'll do that. Okay. Um, So you light it on fire. Oh. The shot, and then you drop it in the beer, and then you garnish it with a grilled hot dog, grilled frank. Oh,
0: (laughs) perfect grill marks.
3: You stick it right in there, and it's. And it when I did it, I didn't expect this to happen, but the hot dog went right in the shot glass and it stood straight up. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Phil, God bless you! That's You're a doing stiff God's drink. work here, yeah.
3: Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, it's the Golden Globus Theater five year anniversary uh, cocktail. So I can't wait it. to see, enjoy. I can't again. wait to see the video of hot you talk. assembling this. The yeah. nah, hot dog tastes delicious. Uh, do well, watch.
2: So when you guys are hearing in like a year or two, and when, whenever the coolest bar is having the what's what's it <laughs> called again? What's did you have? Did you name
3: it? Is it just the Golden a, Globus? You, you guys can name it. It's it's for the mm-hmm. five year anniversary, so it's the Golden Globus oh. Theater uh special edition cocktail
2: yeah. where all the cool hipster bars are doing this drink <laughs> <Exactly>. remember <laughs> if Phil you're on tiktok
1: i already know like just the conception of this has already exploded yeah, i know man. it's gonna be a tiktok sensation man. they're all about this kind yeah. of shit
2: i could see people like setting themselves on fire trying to do this yeah like a tiktok
3: challenge type situation yeah. right when, and actually when i had i filled it up a little too high if you watch carefully like the, the it actually goes on the side of the glass <laughs> it when I'm, I lift it up. So, yeah, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> like, that's in- that, like that's incredible used to tell us <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's just all like right.
1: we see in uh mad houston like you know sometimes you just got to do things in a lower vision uh quality so you don't notice like fire hydrants that get knocked yeah, off oh you know?
3: <laughs> okay
1: i'm glad <laughs> you know what we're talking right, about
3: right. i know yeah i'm like how does they yeah, some sort of these are the best guys they can find <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> so, I guess we'll, we need to get to matt houston here, matt
2: fucking Houston. I explained to uh, Phil before we started recording that I I am aware of Matt Houston. I never have seen an episode in my life until this episode. You saw the commercials. I love love the fact that all our Cop in the Field guests are coming up with unique shows. Yeah. you know We don't get the same shit
1: over and over. We don't have a lot of crossovers. And even if you do have a crossover, that's awesome. But it's cool to get all these unique cop shows. Never heard of this Matt Houston character. So, explain to us Phil Matt
3: Houston, Matt Houston. So he's a uh, like sort of an heir to an oil fortune from Texas. Okay, he's an all-star, all-star college quarterback. Went to Rice University, um, and uh, he one day after college, he decided that he wanted to be his own man, didn't want to live in the shadow of his father and his the Houston Industries, and he decides to pick up, sell his ranch, leave, and go to beautiful Los Angeles. To become a private investigator, it's like like a hobby, he doesn't even really need the money for that because he still has all this other stuff. You know, he has a wonderful, uh, all these enterprises that's run by his, you know, his business manager, which is like the comic relief. But anyway, that's Matt Houston, and uh, he he has a, a sneaky, uh, like a uh, sort of a resemblance to another very popular <laughs> private detective <laughs> of the time. Um, so. We all know Ma- uh, Magnum PI because Jack Battelier, uh, the weapons master, of course, yeah. has done, you know, he did, did a couple episodes. I actually listened to that to try to prepare for this. Um, but it's yeah. competition. Don't. It's not. No, no. I just we, wanted we to We love all sure our guests equally. I, n- I never watched. Don't tell anyone. But I never watched an episode of Magnum PI <laughs> ever. Ever.
2: I don't think I did until yeah. we did the it, show. exactly. Yeah.
3: It's good to see the synergy that
1: happens on that show, though, with Magnum and his crew.
3: It's yeah. great. I mean, it was the top of the line popular PI show of the time, and then of course Dallas, which was started in nineteen seventy eight, was very popular. So you know, I think it was one of those. You know, what if we took you know Magnum PI, mixed them with Texas, and put them in L.A. and and see what happens type show. So that's. Yeah. That's Matt Houston. Eighties uh, was the time that we
2: were supposed to like worship rich people. Like, we, you I mean, I,
3: that's that's why I love rich people today. I was brainwashed. <laughs> yeah. I, I love them. Do you hear me, rich people? <laughs> see, I'm one of the ones that like you. Oh, I see what he's
1: doing. This is good, Murray. Um, I'm covering the mic so no one can hear me. What he's doing is get on Elon's good side, so his yes. next tweet's gonna get four million. Oh, that's it. That's yeah, that's. I need to
3: start doing it, sucking up to Elon, dude. I that's mean, all you gotta do. He, he he has more money in his couch, couch cushions than I have <laughs> in my freaking bank account. Yeah. Well, his so, couch cushion
1: fair. is actually just the, the you know the uh, the uh, linen fabric or whatever with a person stuffed in it. He's sitting on people. <laughs> that,
3: that's right. Ugh.
2: So I okay, mean, yeah, I think we can all agree. Look, Matt Houston, great, but.
1: Magnum is on another level, don't we agree yeah. with that? He yeah. just had Magnum had the budget and everything, though, yeah. right? Well, he had the mustache, and the, oh, he had a very potent mustache.
3: Yeah, and it was powerful.
1: I, I mean, did Matt Houston even have a Texas accent?
3: Yes, he did. He's from okay. he's from Texas. Lee Horsley is the actor that plays yeah. Matt Houston. He is from Texas. He was an accomplished horse rider, uh, rancher, hunter um he's he didn't have much of a career after <laughs> after the show but he showed up in two Quentin Tarantino westerns so oh yeah um, Tar- that's right yeah Tar- Tarantino kind of i guess took a shine to him either through this or have you guys seen the other Lee Horsley movie so- Are you sword, sword and the Sorcerer. Sword and the Sorcerer. It's Have you, funny you bring
2: that? that you, no, it's funny you bring that up. I actually just found that at a secondhand store. I bought it like two. I, I put it up on Twitter. I bought it a couple days ago. Yeah.
3: Oh. Uh, so he's famous it's not, for
2: that. Yeah. Not high on my list. I mean, it's okay. Oh, I, I love on the back it says possibly better than conan the barbarian and excalibur no sorry <laughs> i hate to hate the break po-
1: i like that though possibly <laughs> possibly it's up to you to decide <laughs> yes. it might be that's very uh, i like that but, okay but yeah
3: he he didn't have much of a career so yeah um well yeah yeah so but
2: griff do you think it's because you you were not you were, were almost he was almost offended by the mustache
1: no, I, I came around to a little bit more of the second viewing. Okay. I think when I do the notes, I'm always a little bit more, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just aggressive. I, I, I'm angsty. I'm no. trying to tear things down. I'm trying to get every detail juiced right. out of it. And it's like, you don't need to do that with these shows. There's plenty of juice to be found everywhere in this uh, show. I mean, yeah. this, this guy's got like a suite on the top of a building. That he's turned into his like mechanic headquarters. Yeah, it's it's part
2: Charles Bronson's mechanic, part Rainbow Cafe. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, please yes, the rain rainforest cafe.
3: Rainforest cafe. Yeah. Sorry, Rainforest. Rainforest, rainforest Cafe. Yeah. 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 And it had that waterfall rock formation yeah. thing. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So and, Yeah. Can we I'm can guessing- we talk about uh Matt Houston versus uh Magnum real quick? course yeah it's your show yeah, so i think it's because you, you have us on here to learn like why did we choose this right so exactly let me ask you a question matt let's let's do a little comparison i know you said it's not a comparison show and just answer honestly magnum yeah. pi versus matt houston backstory who wins
2: I'm, i hate rich people so i'm going with magnum, magnum. i I'm vietnam the you know, carefree yeah. life.
1: Yeah, if I'm going with today's lens, I got to go with Magnum. I don't right. give
3: a fuck about a rich person. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, Matt, um, Matt. Okay, so we got one for Magnum here. How about hair? Like ha- hair on his head. That's a tough one. Yeah. He did
1: have an impressive
3: mane. Yeah, it was nice.
1: I, no. I definitely like Matt's hair more. Yeah, I'll, g- right, I'll right.
2: give it to Matt because I don't want it to be a
3: sweep on Magnum. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it to Matt. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. All right, and mustache, I think we've already covered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Are, yeah, so like... Um, I, I give him credit for
1: at, at least rocking it, though. Yeah. You know, you got to flaunt what you got, and he does, yeah. so... Well, I was
2: also bothered. I noticed that he, Lee Horsley, was wearing almost wearing as much makeup as CJ. CJ. <laughs> like, I don't know who was in charge of the makeup. Is that a
1: normal show? thing for the show? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was okay. a lot of okay. makeup. It was yeah, the eighties. We threw was a lot the of 80s. makeup. Yeah. Again, yeah. while I was doing the notes, it, I was distracted by CJ and I was like, what is it? And then we were watching it a minute ago. And Murray's like the makeup. It's incredible. <laughs> like there's so much of it.
3: Right. It's right. like Bronzer. Yeah. Yeah. But how about the build? Like the, the physical. Build, build. Magnum. Magnum's yeah. got that yeah. mane of chest yeah. hair. Uh, yeah. Body we, hair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did yeah. we really get to see yeah. much of Matt?
3: We well in the, in the opening in the credits, credits. Yeah. yeah yeah not not necessarily I wasn't sentence. impressed
1: no. It seems yes. like Matt's supposed to be more of a lighthearted type character cuz in the intro yes. we also get to see him try no, to op- like bust down a door like 10 times <laughs> in the opening credits like you have 10 bust down the doors where he fails and then the last one he starts to do it and then he stops himself <laughs> self and opens the door and he's
3: like oop and, and I and love it does, that. It's basically like the shoulder shrug. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I yeah, it's I hilarious. love that. Yeah, and he's I, he's more lighthearted, yeah. yeah.
1: If I if I can give anything else to Matt here, Magnum's mm-hmm. out there chasing the puss everywhere. Matt Houston seems to just be like in a on-off thing with CJ. Well,
2: all the girls flock to Matt. Oh, do that! Oh, he, he, yeah. he exclusively yeah. hires
1: women. That's right. Yeah. He has. The, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's a Me Too movement. Right oh, exactly. oh yeah. no.
3: I'm sorry. I did. I opened a can of worms. <laughs> yeah, he has a harem of secretaries.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah,
3: that just surround him, throwing you know papers at him. Kind of, except they... for you know the one guy in charge. Of course, the guy in charge is George Weiner, the actor from Spaceballs. But I mean, anyway, but yeah, he's got a. He definitely has uh, his. Uh, the demographics of his office is heavily skewed to young model type women, yes.
1: I'll tell myself they're all single mothers trying to get away from abusive husbands. That's <laughs> to make that's it That's actually that's
3: an episode. You've seen more than one episode. <laughs> there, there we go. See? Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah so ahead. it looks like I guess uh I guess the last question is what's who's the better like who's the better guest? Jack, air or Phil de Glass? <laughs>
2: wow are you sure you want to hear the answer yeah let's hear it (laughs) i'm kidding no we all our guests are like our children that's right we love them all equally we don't want Uh, to pit. i do love pitting people against each other yeah because you know my fantasy is to run a fight ring so i always want conflict but no i don't know maybe maybe just maybe we could have a crossover episode with you, you and Jack, know. and then
1: see. You never know.
3: You never know. All That's I know is I'm, I'm going to choose Jack because I think, <laughs> I think, I think he just got the edge. He's got the he's got nicer shoes. <laughs> his, his beard, true, is true, way cooler. He's yeah, yeah. I like. That. Well, yeah, I so, uh,
1: yeah. A short yeah. memory, so it goes to the film.
2: You know, we well, you, you <laughs> sh- the one question didn't ask was who is the better car. Oh, oh, okay. That Houston's got a Rolls
1: Royce.
3: No, it's not. It's an Excalibur huh? Phaeton 4 kit car. They they were built in Wisconsin. Okay. Wow. Wisconsin. <laughs> representing
1: yeah. the
2: Midwest. That's wow. a GM
3: engine. Yeah.
2: No shit. Okay. GM. I come from a GM town. So, yeah. yeah. Or the the, the most right. fuckable car, according to Jack Jack. Bidler, Bidler. the most fuckable car <laughs> yeah. ever
1: made, the Ferrari. Yeah. So, uh, I don't I, like Ferrari, so I guess I'll give it to Matt on that uh, one. So you're more oh, wow. like, you're more cultured.
2: You don't like it. Like, you want some somebody to give you some great poupon when you stop at a light. Dude, no, you're already just... in fuck.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: That was that <laughs> car, right? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Something like that. <sighs> I don't know. Like, you know, I'm going Ferrari.
0: Yeah. Go Ferrari.
2: It's a little over the top. I understand where you're coming from, Griff. Yeah. You know, it's a little like. Maybe I'm saying I have a small deck, so that's why I'm driving this car. But I'm still gonna go
1: for it.
3: Yeah. How about yeah, you, the, Phil? I, you- I, I mean the Ferrari. The Ferraris. I mean, I, I just think that the car he's driving um, is—it just looks kind of cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got like that wheel well like that's up on the top i'm not a car person at all so my son yeah. is you know my, my youngest is like wants to be a mechanic so he's like geez that car is such a piece of shit like i made him watch an episode of matt houston <laughs> oh that's <laughs> so good. yeah yeah so i'm not a car guy i mean i think it looks fine but yeah it's like uh it's supposedly modeled at the mercedes ssk i believe again not a car person but Neither well, neither are we, so it's okay. If
1: your son's interested, there is a Bronco down the sale, down the street for us on sale, and ninety or an '80s Bronco, oh, red right? and white. He you would know. love that. I think. I mean, all the old cars are probably way more fun to work on than these modern cars, where it's like everything is cramped together. So, we could be your Bronco
2: hookup. <laughs> well, okay. And-
3: in your notes, Phil, you said
2: he has a fleet of cars, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. So the pilot, uh, and we don't, we can talk about Matt Houston another day. But if you, if you go into <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I could go down the rabbit hole of Matt Houston. But in the in the pilot episode, and you, I think when you did that, was it the highwayman, there's like they had a lot of cool stuff. Maybe in the first episode, that sort of tailed off and yeah. became garbage. You know, the yeah, you know, like in the original Matt Houston, there was like. His, his license plate was Cowboy One through Nine, so oh, he had nine. Car, he had nine cars. It wasn't just the Phaeton, which was the Cowboy Two, I think. In the first episode, he also drives, I think, Cowboy Three, which is a DeLorean. <laughs> <have the> <laughs> of course, it had the Falcon doors, and he had a, it a time me- had a hot mechanic, just like on Knight Rider. Of course, it had like no. a you know named Slim. She was named Slim, and she mm-hmm. would. Uh, Fix his cars for him and, and drive them to him in the garage outside the penthouse. So, yeah, he had a fleet of cars. So, so he, had, he was rich. He was rich. He had,
2: he had a fleet of cars and he also had a fleet yeah. of members only jackets. Right? Yeah.
3: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I did you have one did any of you have? No, I never Ref do you
1: even I, know what they are? I do, yeah. but but I really I can't identify them. I uh, I didn't realize when I watched it that was a members only Murray. was just going <laughs> me and my members only, and he rolled, he rolled his, his sleeves, sleeves up, up. Yeah,
2: show mm-hmm. a little forearm. So
1: I I don't I like I when I see it, I'm just like oh it's an average looking coat. Just cheesy jacket. It's
3: got, this, it's got like those like snap on epaulets on the. That's kind of the oh. marquee of it. Those little oh, snap ons on the shoulders. Yeah, and it has the label. If you look under the pocket, the the chest pocket has members only underneath it's that label yeah very popular in the uh, early 80s for i guess it was i had one (laughs) you remember what color was it it was red i think it was like burgundy like oh okay i was gonna say a bright red of course you're going for the ferrari Yeah. yeah i think my mom bought me a yellow one like in the like 88 when they were like Giving him away, and I, and uh, I took uh, it to school. Uh, I took it to school and put it in my locker, and never wore it. That I, I hope mom's not listening. I
1: have done that. She is. a lot okay. with stuff. I'll talk to her. She's proud of you. Yeah. I used to. I used to hate when coats would be too puffy on me. Oh. And so, for a lot of the winter oh, no. time when I was going through uh, high school, I was like a block away from my high school, so I'd walk. I'd walk without a coat because I was like, I can't be seen in that coat. It's embarrassing. It's puffy. I don't know. I had a starters jacket, so I was cool. Well, you had your Buffalo Bills yeah, starter
2: jacket back when they were winning that, and then people would clown on me because they would always <laughs> lose the Super Bowl. Yeah.
3: But okay, we got Matt <laughs> Houston
2: down. What are there any recurring characters that we? Yeah, need we to got. Know
3: about? Yeah, the only ones you need to know for this episode um, is C.J. Parsons, who we've already discussed. It's uh, p- played by Pamela Hensley, who was on Buck Rogers. I remember want, her. Do you remember her? I watched I, Buck Rogers as a I did, kid. too. I, I watched the hell out of Buck she Rogers. She
2: was like the horny princess that's yes. always
3: trying to fuck Buck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Space princess, yeah. yeah. And twi- she was had... that the one with Twinkie, the little Yeah, robot. Twinkie. Yeah. yeah, Twinkie. Yeah, Twinkie. Twinkie. Twinkie was the female one that went booty, booty. <laughs> booty, booty. <laughs>
2: booty boot <laughs> all right what does c j do again what is your CJ's like
3: uh like his lawyer she's a, a oh. ivy League grad uh, they grew up together in Texas um she's uh she has the the actress is not from Texas and she loses her accent like um, by the third by the third season she doesn't sound like any Texas is in her at all but yeah she's like his the, oh there's his...
2: Texas in her it's named oh. Matt Houston
3: oh <laughs> yeah. no Every Saturday night. Anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, she's kind of his uh, his girl Friday type character. You know, the sort of play off each other, at their witty repartee. But not the love interest thing never really pans out. And there's actual fans of the show that have discussed that she probably was a lesbian. Oh, it's
2: funny you say that because I I will admit I've never seen an episode, but I do write fan fiction. About Matthew to the CJ, <laughs> it gets really hot too.
1: It's erotic fanfiction. What What would you say is your favorite scene you've ever written? Yeah, I want <laughs> to hear this. Can read?
3: Well, you say it is the, you? This
2: is how, a family show. First of all, but let me just say it involves Matt, CJ, and a man named Castanos. Oh Spaghetti. man, oh, how big is somebody the f- finds a soul? Is all I'm saying. <laughs> how big is right. the fireplace? Huge, it's an inferno. It's an inferno, like a whole wall is yes. actually a fireplace. like a
1: castle with, a giant, with oh. a giant. Does Matt have a suit on in the scene or does it come off?
2: He, yeah, he's wearing like one of those uh country and western type suits with yeah. a bolo tie and like the leather kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Like.
1: Is Castiano <laughs> or Castano just in the corner, like lurking? <laughs> yes. He's wearing a metal institute, like he's wearing a
2: straight jacket,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: we're, so this, we've we, this is, a, we're we, uh, yeah, this we, is this We've is done Phil's too
1: much. Episode. We've done too much together. Of course, I know exactly yeah. what your fanfic <laughs> looks like. Yes,
3: you know my sick freakiness. <laughs> wait, I'm All right, this. I'm writing this down. What was that? <laughs> so wait, wait. Where's Costanza? All right, we got Warner. CJ
2: Parsons. I'll send it to you. We got CJ Parsons, who yeah. who is our cop character that's All always right, like,
3: just, like stay out of this, Houston. And his, uh, Vince Novelli is Lieutenant or Lieutenant Vince Novelli played by John Abrea. Um, he's an Italian, he's an Italian and obviously head, yeah. he, he kind of yeah. covers, he's friends with Houston. Wow. Uh, so they're friends. They're, yeah, they're not like adversaries. No, okay. no, no. Which is weird. Cause they get in a yeah. really heated ar- argument. Um, so there's him and he's, you know, he's a typical cop and, uh, he has a mother named mama Rosa Novelli. Oh yeah that's his mom and she owns the Italian restaurant that they always go to and Don't she is tell, always Don't please tell me it's called Vinny's because her son it's, is named Vince It's called Novelli so she'll she'll, re- <laughs> she'll refer to him as like I was Vincen- hoping she'll a, call him Vincenzo on some episode I was hoping oh, a John DeHart yeah, tie in somewhere here but somewhere. No, not to be seen Oh that's was that oh, I missed it does this
1: play, does her restaurant play like role like in Seinfeld?
3: Yes. Do we see it all yeah. the time? Yeah, you see the outside of it and it says Novelli's and they, nice. she, she's always complaining that Vince needs to eat more. Oh,
1: that's yeah. an Italian mom for yeah, you. Exactly. I grew up, I hated food when I was growing up and I had to grow up around those people who are like, you're skin and bones, you're going to eat food now. I get them.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. And then there's the last, Murray's the last staring time. at me like I just fucking committed suicide. <laughs> I, I, on.
2: Somebody tells you I hate food and you're like, yeah. "What?" I, yeah. I hate I hate breathing. It's
3: just I hate it's, breathing. it gets on my nerves. Well, I do hate sandwiches. You hate sandwiches. We know, how that goes. Yeah, you shit. we know how that goes. I mean, I actually sympathize with you on that one, Griff, With this I believe you know, I don't like deli meat. I think it's the slick ham and the wet bread oh, is thank great. You, I, I won't def- I won't you. defend deli meat
2: but i will to my dying breath i'll defend a sandwich yeah, yeah. as I'll long as it. the sandwich is a burger
3: i mean hot dog is technically a sandwich hot
1: dog is technically yeah, a sandwich yeah those, or, are those are
3: yeah. good no don't want
2: to get into the weeds of that all right all right all right okay so all right bo, so we got
3: my last one is deli. Bo. yeah last one is bo who's the kind of uh one of his ranch hands that that this is actually his last episode they wrote him off and his other um, ranch, yeah, because it wasn't working. Uh, um, yeah, in fact, I, I, thought, agree. He, I thought he should have just died. Yeah, but, he should have. Yeah, but anyway, we don't want to reveal the end. And, and you then, know, what yeah. he
2: played grandpa in House of Thousand Corpses. I, like, I know that yes. guy
3: something. He's got that look, he's smallish, like, um, he's got like, a pig like Peter on. Bark, kind of like Peter Bark. He's got a small <laughs> build, he's got his pants tucked, his shirt tucked in his jeans. All right.
2: All right, what is it's this supercomputer named Sage? <laughs> you see it in the episode. But <laughs> okay, you brought it up.
3: Yes, yeah, so the baby kind of comes out of the wall and the the couch oh, pushes boy. up to it and it's an it's an Apple <laughs> 3 computer. Amazing. Yeah, and it's uh and there's actually in the credits it says Computers supplied by Apple Computing Company. So oh that God. was, it was yeah, some leftover Star yeah. Trek shit. Yeah. I, it was a computer, mm-hmm. but it's like a brilliant. It's one of those AI. You know, I can talk to it and type in something, and it knows everything. Like Original. you know, like like the computer and alien, you know, like Mother or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah.
1: I I was saying. I mean, obviously, everyone will hear this Wednesday, but Slice the know how to make a computer look sexy. Because yeah. those shots in Rocky 4, he makes computers fucking sexy. I work mm. around computers. I work around servers. They're boring as shit. Yeah. But Stallone's with the little compartments <laughs> with blips and bloops and shit, it's like, fuck, I want to work with a computer. You know what Paulie's feeling?
3: I know what Paulie's feeling. He wants those blips and bloops. No,
1: there's. One- uh,
3: so you guys, you, you guys did the Rocky 4, the original, not the recent no. cut where they got oh. rid of the robot yeah no, fuck
2: no without the you robot it's not worth watching there's no,
1: this, this is the weirdest oxymoron ever without the robot there's no heart because robots true. don't have hearts <laughs> very
3: true you know it's not the clothes it's the hanger <laughs> I,
1: I'm serious one? as soon as you leave I'm turning off all my light. I'm just thinking about that I'm just yeah.
2: It's deep when you think about it. Uh, There's one last character did not make an appearance. I'm very intrigued by this last character because his name is Murray. What does Murray do on this show? Murray,
0: I guess he's really
2: handsome and he's funny and he's always stealing Matt Houston's
3: girlfriends. Is that what he's doing? It's uh, no. He's he's played by George Weiner, who is if you remember Spaceballs. (laughs) The guy with the glasses and the bald head. He was in, if you see him, you know him. But yeah, he's the nerdy, he's a kind of a nerdy business manager. But every so often, he's got a little, you know, he's got something, he's like, turns out he's a football fan. It turns out he's good at pool. Like, he kind of surprises them every so often by being kind of cool. So, yeah. Yeah, he's not bad.
2: All right, so now we know everything you need to know <laughs> to enjoy a Matt Houston episode, so shall we get into this episode so, is
3: there a, Is there a reason why you picked this particular episode Phil? yeah, so when I was a kid, I remember it was september eighty two is when it debuted, so it must have been like the summer of eighty two I was at the beach on vacation, so I was eight and I remember my parents weren't really like didn't really care about us going to bed and all that stuff, and I somehow like Reached into the adult late night TV. And it was Matt Houston. So I I saw when I was a kid, I saw it. And I remember being so impressed by this episode. And it was actually, it was, it was actually the episode before this episode 14, whatever it is, 14. And that's why I was, I'm doing this today because I was like, so impressed. I thought it was so great and I've revisited later in life, and it's a little bit different than than that yeah but the next episode is this one. so I had a little background and I um you know I really I de- I'm dedicated to this show. I bought the box set so I could Hell bone yeah. up yeah. I could bone up twenty two dollars so I could bone up on Matt Houston but yeah, I, I picked this episode because um as your as your listeners know, Chuck Connors is in it. And we all know Chuck Connors was the star of Maniac Killer, which is my was the yes, first is appearance that, is that, of yeah. Phil DeGlass. Is that like show. Maniac
2: Killer, is it similar to Maniac Killer? <laughs> yeah, it's,
3: it's like the yeah, it's the remake. Of oh, Maniac the Killer, remake. Yeah. the reboot. But Chuck, but if you haven't listened to Maniac Killer, but yeah, I know that everyone probably has because it's so are, popular. Yeah. Go back before you go into this episode. Go back, pause this one. Go back and watch, listen to Maniac Killer, and you'll know everything you need to know. But Chuck Connors' character is is the same character. You it's really just all by chance, yeah. You really should go look up some clips of Chuck Connors in
1: Maniac uh, K- Killer. Uh it's he's so good. I like I liked him in that movie, and I fuck I love him in this episode. He's, Even though he's, he's he's a
2: former Celtic, he's okay in my book. He's a Celtic. He played for yeah. Celtics. Yeah. Center. Yeah. Well.
1: It's okay. He's six foot seven. Tonight. Holy <laughs> shit! He's six foot seven. Yeah.
3: yeah, he actually he played for the Celtics for one year, but like he wanted to be a baseball player. Like he played yeah, in the like, minor like, leagues for the Celtics Dodgers. Celtics yeah, he's That's called Chuck because he was a first baseman and they threw the ball like Chuck the ball or something. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So his name. Yeah. Wow, his name isn't Charles. I don't. I don't know. I I just Whoa. read that on Wikipedia. <laughs> it's like. Well, yeah. yeah you, like, I got so to do true. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, so Chuck Amazing. Connors. Yeah, so there's a connection. He's the fucking rifleman. Come on, no, he's no the bad. rifleman. Yeah,
2: piercing blue eyes. Yeah.
1: Great
3: act. great so
2: okay, great so actor. that was the
3: reason you were like, I Chuck Connors. I have to talk about Chuck him. Connors, man. Once I saw he was in an episode, that that put it over the edge. So I, I wanted love, to do that. He's man. great. I love making those connections with the
1: show, though. We've learned about so many great. We just came to the realization recently that we dogged on Red Brown. The really? first episode we yeah. did with Red we Brown, were
2: young and naive,
1: and now we're living in Red America. <laughs> we love Red Brown. It's it's, the best. it's crazy what happens to you when you do four thousand hours of content.
3: Yeah, <laughs> he's, in like, an, he's he's an uncommon valor. I mean, he's one of the he's he's acts next to like Fred Ward and Gene Hackman. Great, Yes. Yeah.
2: I taught him a couple
3: things. Probably. This is ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, you know, they, they're doing with the Flash movie, they're doing like an yeah. alternate universe thing where they're bringing like Michael Keaton's Batman back and shit. Oh. Like they're like, Ooh. you know, they're doing like different versions. Like, and they have they have like Ben Affleck's Batman, all this kind of shit. That's cool. Marvel. Reb, while he's still alive. Oh my God. I see. Reb Brown comes
1: back as Captain America
2: mm. and leads the Avengers oh, to
1: victory. Finally, we get to see a man who can fill out a right. fucking no padded fucking bullshit. No padding. It's just like... Oh, yeah. get <laughs> that plastic shield. <laughs> it looks like he stole it from a salad bar. All right. We got to right. get into Matt Houston. Yeah. yeah. Into it. And we're, yeah, we're launching do it. into one of the greatest intros I've I don't think seen. we
2: mentioned this is an Aaron Spelling production. Oh, we yeah. Made we made of- a lot of cheesy shit that we all watched when we were kids, like the Love Bone Fantasy Island and right. Charlie's Angels. And then
1: for my age group, the Tori Spelling Show. Yeah, Beverly Hills yeah. 90210. I, Oh, no, no. I mean, she had her own reality TV show. That's, <laughs> you know, all, <laughs> that's what I know her from. Okay. And i I'm coming of age. I'm 13 or something, you know. I'm trying to figure out uh, the girl situation and everything, and I'm looking at Tori Spelling, and I'm like, "What's weird about her?" <laughs> like, I was so yeah,
3: confused. She's, she's got though. like
1: big bulging eyes yeah. or something. She looks like, her father. He's like yeah. her father. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I watched got it one. just to be like, "What is happening?" I was I was very perplexed by that. So that's how I know spelling, the name. Yeah. Well, he did so, many yeah. many shows.
2: He was almost as uh, prolific as Stephen J. Canal, who
3: we've done yeah. like Renegade and all those mm. kind of shows. Fucking genius! Yeah. Yeah. But and, and Heather Heather uh, Locklear, who was on uh, Melrose Place, was on Matt Houston. Oh. And, she... and she was like she was like nineteen. Well, we also <laughs> know her from a great episode of Chips,
1: where she no TJ Hook Oh,
3: another T. T. Was she was on TJ
1: as well too. as
2: Dynasty. She played. She was on. Both of those shows at the same time.
1: All I know is on DJ Hooker,
3: she fucking danced her little booty off. she proved white girls can't dance. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Heather Locklear or Heather Thomas?
2: I'm a Heather Thomas guy. Yeah, me too. She seemed dirtier to me. Like, Heather Locklear seemed boring in the sack, to be honest with you. 100%. Well look, we'll do a fall guy episode for you guys you can keep the, the <laughs> yeah. greatness of Heather Thomas. Because There were the two Heathers in the eighties. Heather yeah, Lockler, yeah. Heather Thomas. We're we're me we're men of me and Phil are Men of the World. We like Heather Thomas.
1: This Heather is true. Okay. All
2: right. So we get a. I I love the intro. i you' gotta it bring these intros good. back.
1: It's so good. It's just clips from the show. We get like the the from the Passenger seat of the helicopter as he's starting it up, you know. Have- da-da, da-da,
2: da-da, <laughs> da-da, da-da,
1: we're seeing some of those sweet cars he has. He's doing parkour, like we even see him in this episode slide across the hood of a car. Right. <laughs> uh, ladies, of course, we talked about his fleet of secretaries. Uh, again, that's probably we his got situation. those door
2: gags that you brought up earlier. The door we gags. Tr- were so he's good. showing that he's not like because. We're going against the grain because we're used to like the tough guys just kicking a door in, but he like hits the door like yeah. oh my arm. Yeah. You
1: know? Uh driving a three wheeler into a pool. Yeah. Dope. Cool. And then <laughs> and then we just we cut, just stop
2: the music for a second, and then CJ goes, better cock your pistols. And then <laughs> we go right
3: back into it. So cool. How... But did you understand that the echo? If you remember the very beginning. this of the montage it the first thing you see is matt houston's cock it's basically his pelvis coming at you and watch it again watch it again (laughs) i missed it yeah yeah but it was supposed to be like his belt buckle or some shit and it like pans up it starts at his dick and it goes up his, his tie to his face and he's like he's like you know he's just the cock of the walk And so it starts out with that. They talk. They show his his crotch. And at the end, she goes, "Better cock your pistols." So you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting with with Matt Houston. Little innuendo there. Yeah, lots. This is a smart man show. This is the man who Mm -hmm. made Charlie's Angels. He knows what he
1: knows. What he's doing. (laughs) All right.
2: So all right, we're right in the middle of the action. A guy, the prison break happening. This guy's running from the cops. Oh
1: yeah, you got the whole affair going on. Sirens going off, you see dogs the search barking. searchlights, dogs barking, you got it all.
2: And then he runs up to a, like, a, like a limo or something's waiting for him. And he leaps in the back seat. And we don't we don't see. We
1: we just saw a hand reach in and grab him, pull him into the ca- uh, you know, the limousine or whatever right. it was. And then the guy looks up. We see the guy, the convict running away. We see him look up, and he's horrified, mortified even. Right,
2: because what does he say? Like, I I won't work for you, but this one time I'll kill for you.
3: He immediately says, oh, it's you. He's like, oh, it's you. I'll take the money, all right. But I would have killed Houston for nothing. Mm. Yeah, That was my impression of Don Stroud. That was pretty good. I liked it. As far as I know, that was perfect um,
1: Alright,
2: we're gonna <laughs> Spoiler alert um, Is this supposed to be Castano's he's talking to? How did he get out of the mental institute?
3: That's like, a we, great question we learned that yeah. he has a
2: go-between named Felix Who we never see, even though he's listed in the IMDB As being on the episode We never see Felix So
0: Because
2: hmm. he has a very prominent He got it before all the cool hipsters got it He's got his nice hand tattoo Of a star
0: Oh, that's right Yeah
2: that
1: like, doesn't look like it was just drawn on with ink earlier. No, not at all. No. Yeah, it's okay. like a
3: pentagram, but it has like goat oh. horns. Yeah, I'm actually, I've got yeah. my next
1: tattoo scheduled. I'm going to go get that. I think
2: we should all get it to commemorate, commemorate this episode. There we oh, go. Was...
1: This episode was... passes 151st day. We'll all get it. <laughs> yeah. You heard it
2: here first, people. And tattoos for everybody. <laughs> All right. So now we gotta see our hero, Matt. He's getting ready. This was so obviously a set that I didn't know what was happening. This is supposed to be like the top of the building or something. Please. Or it was the yes. patio.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he had the helicopter. Awesome. Yeah, it's so it it's
2: such a like it looks like the 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 Brady Bunch's like backyard with the turf. you know. It's like okay. so he comes in, he's talking with CGA, his hick fucking buddy Bo is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's got these giant fucking steaks. I thought. I swear. <laughs> I thought it was a Mike Tyson thing, and he was gonna like eat a tiger. I yeah. thought because he goes to this grate, which I thought was a was a cage. No, it's just a giant <laughs> grill. Because remember, I had no idea where I was at. I was like, "Where are we at? Are we inside like a house? What
1: is this?" There's so much just like overwhelming sensory right. things happening here because it's a
2: birthday party happening. So there's just all these presents everywhere. So I was like, I didn't know what was
3: happening. Is this a normal set we see? Uh, throughout the series Yeah this is his This is his penthouse um, This is kind of like The outside patio area um, You get to see it It's the same place That has the The mechanic Like rock formation And it has okay. The office And it has A bar It has everything It's like a Yeah it's a bachelor pad <laughs>
2: So we learned there's a little bit of Griff in Bo, because he's going
1: through <laughs> his birthday presents, like shaking them. Yeah. Like, what's in this one? You he's know. also doing the Grandpa Simpson thing. Back in my day, we didn't get <laughs> presents. So uh, we got tube socks on our birthday, and we got rusty under rusty, rusty <laughs> underwear for Christmas. <laughs>
2: and, and he just opens one of them, and it's a, mount, it's a, it's a mounted jackalope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which people don't know, it's a rabbit with antlers. Which Bo it. didn't know for so I thought now that I'm learning yeah. that Bo was supposed to be a Texas ranger, ha-
3: or, uh, ranch, what's it hand,
1: ranch yeah. hand, it's like, how does he not know about the fable, the uh, jackalope? <laughs> yeah, he's, a hole. Hole. He's, a, he's a fucking bumpkin.
3: That's yeah, yeah, he's Houston's he's slave. Basically, he doesn't yeah. let him out. Yeah, he doesn't let him out at all. Like, he's he's like, like at his so, ranch. Yeah.
2: He's like, this must be a clock. This got some ticking going on here. And like Houston's like, no,
1: Bo. and then all of a sudden he just blows up in his face. Oh, man. He's got a little soot on his face. So we know it was a rough kind of explosion. It was just interesting to see how many gifts were just sent to Matt. Like people aren't there to party with him. He's cooking all these steaks. His grill is like built into the ground. So when he was chucking the steaks on, like you said, it was so weird because the grill's not at his like waist level, chest level, no. nothing like that. He's literally chucking them down. Bro, I, I thought he was gonna feed like an animal or something. I was like, what is going on? I wonder he's got like he's got like the ultimate hibachi setup, you know? He's probably one of those dudes. He looks at, like shrimps in people's <laughs> mouths, you know? Another skill Matt Houston has. <laughs> oh, I love you? that. And we
2: also, uh, we get to see uh Mama Fratelli, what the fuck was yeah, her
3: Vite- name? V- Vitelli. She Vitelli. brings
2: like a fine Vitelli. bottle of wine for him, and he's like, oh, you shouldn't
1: have. Vintage it, port. Yeah, it's it's not like a Prosecco. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: they they're at the hospital now. We learn that he's got and it was like he was explaining it in the most layman's yeah. term. Matt is like, Can you speak it in plain English? It's like he clearly has a concussion. Can you, hey enough for the doctor terms? <laughs> and he's like, What can I tell you? He might die. I don't His know.
1: His brain is relaxed.
2: He's got a relaxed brain. <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh.
1: Uh.
2: And he's Is furious because he, he knows who did it. And then uh, uh, Vince shows up and he's like, God damn it, Vince, you know who did it. And he just storms <laughs> off. There happens to be a newspaper <laughs> machine inside. The- oh,
1: this was the best <laughs> set dressing I've ever seen. He just oh. assaults
2: this newspaper like dispenser, like <laughs> slams it around, yanks out a paper and then, like, look, and, it, and we see the guy from the beginning of the episode, right. Dirk Bronson, known hitman. <laughs> I put Bronson. this guy away, and he's getting back at me. And, like, Vince is just like, hands are tied. We don't know. We you know, we can't do anything. But back off. This is our job. To hell with it. I'm going to get revenge.
3: Yeah. That, that's that's exactly what happens. And and it's funny in my notes. <laughs> In my notes, this is how Italian stereotype these characters are. Uh, I put Vitelli. It's Novelli. Like I wrote it like three different ways in my notes. I have no idea what the name is. But yeah, Vince was surprisingly like cool-headed, and like Matt Houston just loses his shit. And. It, and if you watch carefully, it's like they showed the newspaper, but there's like a black background behind it. Like so, like yeah, they it, inserted it, it and it's like away. somebody shaking yeah. the paper and it's like, you know, Dirk <laughs> yeah. Bronson. They just put <laughs> it, in, hands they put it actually, in later. It was actually
2: a black man's hands <laughs> holding the paper, but, you know, it's like, whatever, they won't notice. <laughs> uh, Much like a scene later on that we're going to point out that we noticed Aaron Spelling. <laughs> that but, we already alluded to. We've,
1: we've also oh forgot God. to
2: mention that. Oh, boy. And then, uh, Houston. Choppered, uh, Bo yes. the, yes. his own chopper
1: on his little penthouse next to the grill, next to all the birthday presents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got in his chopper
3: and flew. And, and if right. it wasn't for him being rich, Bo would be dead. Isn't this so amazing? Eat, eat that, you, oh. you people that hate rich people. No, you need to great. know a rich person.
1: You're you turning me around. We right would be now. one less Bo right now if yeah. it
2: weren't for rich
1: people.
3: Yeah, what would we do without Bo?
1: And
2: then he's never seen again on the show. So what's that?
1: <laughs> there we go.
2: All right. So CJ and Matt go back to their mechanic lair. They're gonna yeah. like they're gonna learn about the suspects. So okay, This is babe, the supercomputer. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Basically, it's a window with shades, and they just close the shades, and all of a sudden it turns into a monitor. Amazing. Yeah. And cool. it shows Dirk Bronson, this wanted criminal.
1: Was that super
3: impressive when you were a kid watching this? You know, let me say, Baby is an Apple 3 computer, right? But yeah. if you remember, the movie Maniac Killer also had a computer. <laughs> it had multiple computers. It had multiple. Yeah. Yes. I loved it. Yes. And. So, oh, where, where's Bernard the mailman when you need when you need him? <laughs> Maybe he's the one that brought the stakes in. You see, I think there is a maniac killer connection in many different ways. But yeah, I was super psyched to see that. But re- do you remember when you first? I don't mean to go off. Uh, no, you're good. So no, you, do, you, do you remember seeing your fir- the first computer yeah. ever, like your first PC? I mean, my age. I'm what? What are we? Forty nine. I'll be forty nine yeah. next month. Um. Yeah, so I remember I saw, like, the first machine I thought was a pet computer, but my neighbor had an Apple III computer, and I remember going there all the time. We played, like, King's Quest and Zork yeah. and all this weird shit. King's yeah. Quest. Good You remember that? Yeah. Uh, I've watched multiple
1: people play it, but I've never had hands-on experience with it, but those kids were like side was It was, great. side
3: scroll. Like, you would, you would run yeah. to the edge of the screen, and it would have to load the next... It would take forever to paint the screen. (laughs) But we thought it was the coolest shit ever. But anyway, yeah. That was the first that when I saw that on Matt Houston, I was like, wow, that's pretty (laughs) freaking cool. Space Age. Yeah. So but but obviously it was just a yeah, it
2: was was not not a real computer. Yes. We cannot put pictures on uh, mm. uh, window shades. yeah that would but, have taken like two days to render those, <laughs> those photographs <laughs> <laughs> we learned that dirk bronson his only known associate is fred boffig the labor <laughs> union guy yeah. so that's the only thing he's got so he just rushes over to see this guy and of course what's what's a union guy doing they're sitting playing
1: cards (laughs) of course they are it just what was it a hotel was it his apartment i think it was yeah i think it was his office oh it's office okay excuse me and of course cj does wish matt good luck right you know be careful these are dangerous they're union guys
3: they're dangerous exactly leg breakers exactly He matt houston kisses her on the lips yeah and, and he, he gets kisses a little everybody of on the left.
2: Notice he got a little of his lipstick on her because <laughs> he's wearing so much fucking makeup. <laughs> and so he puts on his best black. Me- he's 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 going like undercover. Puts his black members only on. <laughs> Pulls up the sleeves. So shows a little. Shows a little
1: forearm. Well, you gotta. That's intimidation mode.
2: Barges into Fred's uh,
1: game. All, all this feels like a Archer gag right now. Puts on his member-only jacket to go beat up some union guys. It inspired Archer. It that's might have. That's the legacy
2: of Matt Houston. And he starts, he's like, I know you're behind it. And Fred's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Houston. Why don't you beat it? And that just sets Houston off. He grabs a chair and smashes it <laughs> on the guy's face. And just starts fucking everybody. He grabs Fred and was about to throw him out a fucking window. Yeah, he was
1: ready to kill him. Yeah. He was so ready. And then he's like, maybe I shouldn't.
2: And then he does this nice move where he slides him across the top of the desk. Like, yeah. it's, it's clearly a stunt, man. Like They oh, don't yeah. even
3: care that you can see the guy's face. Then he slides him off out of frame. And, and then the, guy, the real actor is like, behind the desk just pops up when the guy has a chance to move. you know. Like, it's fucking
0: awesome.
3: And then he's like, we got to talk
1: too. We love the one guy in this scene because he <laughs> appeared to have a fake mustache and a wig on. One
2: yeah. of the goons. Yeah, one yeah,
1: of the goons.
2: And so he's like, all right, all right, I'll tell you. And we, we said this for years. Where do lowlifes congregate? <laughs> by the docks. Somewhere by water. They need their water. And so he's just <laughs> like water. But,
1: then, you can lead a goo to the docks, but you can't make him do mischievous <laughs> <right>. deeds.
2: <laughs> and I love this. This is obviously the actor's choice. He pulls out his comb and starts styling his hair as it is Donald
3: Trump-esque hair. Yeah. And so starts cool. telling. It was, you good. Know, it was good. And his collar is all fucked up, but he can yeah. he, he he looked just he was all sweaty. Not to mention his good.
1: not to mention his eyebrow was fucked up too. It's
2: right. <laughs> like think about it, Houston. There's no way Bronson could have got out, broke out of prison unless there was some big money behind it, big money. And then Matt goes, Castanos,
3: Castanos. Castanos.
2: Now is you're the Matt Houston expert. Is this Castanos' only appearance, or did he actually make a previous appearance? It is
3: so disappointing. He is like they set him up as like the greatest arch villain that should show up like all the time, and he. We'll see what happens at the end, but he's never been on the show. And we find out he never returns to the show. Holy shit. Holy
1: shit. Guys, seriously, stay tuned for the thrilling conclusion of (laughs) Castados. Oh, my God. I died when we got that.
2: So he heads down to the because he's like, he can't. It's impossible. He's in the mental institute. He's locked up. Right. So he goes there. Doctor, played by one of my favorite guys, Raymond St. Jacques, a.k.a. Coffin Ed from the great. Exploitation movie, oh, Cotton comes to Harlem.
1: Fucking Criterion <laughs> Zone. It's right up there in the Criterion collection. He, Go his, watch that fucking movie.
3: His voice is amazing. Like it's, he has a great voice. Like he played Frederick Douglass in uh glory, actually. He, he's he's had a nice little career. Uh, and he
2: has a great
3: fucking porn star name. That's right. Yes. Beautiful. I'm getting total dress the to kill
1: vibes right now, too. He was. <laughs> it was very much like that. Yeah. And
2: he's like. It's impossible, Houston. The world's the richest crazy man. There's no way he could have gotten out. He has no outside communication at all. And then we go to the room where Kastanos is locked up. Yeah. open. There's like a little like there's window just, yeah, the open little up, window. and this is where we see. I, I love this
1: because... Instead of seeing through the window first, we see we're slowly, like, panning up to Castano's face. It looks face. like a peep
2: show booth-type <laughs> like, Yeah, pops up.
1: So you, you see the open window with the light coming in, and then you see Castano's face slowly come into frame and everything, and he looks amazing. This guy is so good at playing a psychotic character. Amazing. You I should love do, uh,
2: see the movie Tourist Trap, where he plays another crazy hillbilly.
1: I'm writing it down right now. That's <laughs> yeah. probably on Mike's plex. And I'm it gonna probably watch. is. Yeah. I'm going to watch the fuck out of that. So,
2: yeah, it's the great Chuck Connors. He's just staring off into space with this insane look on his face.
1: One day, the richest man in the world had everything. Real estate. Matt Houston's rattling it off. Oh, I know yeah. real estate. He owned the Oakland uh, uh, Raiders for a little while there. Uh, Houston Astro. Yeah. He, he He invested early in Disneyland, and then they went woke, and then he went broke. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: he's like, and we want to point out since his name is Costinos, I think Chuck Connors like he's got to be Greek. So I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna try a Greek accent. <laughs> is that it? What is it? Is it Greek? I, I think it sounds Greek to me. I, and and I, I doesn't like it doesn't sound like Giannis in a Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, well, got news for you. <laughs> he ain't Greek. Anymore, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, as
0: geez. being
2: as being the telly's the false guy, I'm gonna say I'm the expert on Greek people on this episode. <laughs> Good? Yes? So I'm gonna okay. say he's okay. Greek okay. because he's like.
1: Did you have a nice
2: birthday, (laughs) Houston?
1: Oh, that's because after the doctor leaves, he yeah. he knows. He hears the doctor's footsteps going away. Raymond Saint John's footsteps going away, and then he starts going, "Happy birthday <laughs> to Houston!" Oh, it's yeah. so good. Uh, and guess he goes, it. "Who?" He's
3: like, "Happy birthday, dear Houston." It's Houston. It's not. He does He can't do a U. you like. Do Greek people have trouble yeah, with you? Perfect years? Greek accent.
1: <laughs> So good.
3: Uh, I was it, it
2: the vengeful Hulda? <laughs> and then we, he oh, he God. he rattles off. This is his explanation for why he does what he does. The Lord of the Netherworld apparently talks yeah. to Castanos.
3: Yeah, the oh. Nether region. <laughs>
2: and he is tasked with fighting. Does That
3: just mean somebody's junk. He's talking <laughs> yeah, exactly. about his dick. Yes, My yeah. dick
1: wants
2: me. To- <laughs> He's like. I have to find. I I still don't understand it. But he's supposed to be insane. <laughs> I have to find my soul inside of a woman. Apparently, all our manly souls reside yeah. in women, and we need to uh, cut them open to get them back. It's some
3: women, and then the computers, and the and the and the packages, and everything. You know? It's, wow. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right, that's a maniac killer. Watch <laughs> the episode. Maniac killer. <laughs> I want to know what the hell I just said. <laughs> He's Dr. I- Osborne. He is Dr. Osborne. He I- is the act. He is the same character. Castanos, God. after this. Goes to Paris to work on women. Remember the oh, women? That, no, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> it's the same thing. They, you didn't, know, him you him didn't him. know what you had no idea what Osborne was doing with the women oh, either. They're just like the no, women in no. the experiment. It's the same fucking thing. And, and he's he's helping a
1: speech impaired kid learn yeah. to speak because he didn't even know how to say Houston, yeah. <laughs> Houston.
2: And then he goes, maybe my soul is in.
1: CJ, <laughs> CJ, wait! How did he say it on Baywatch? <laughs> yeah, it was C-J. C-J. CJ. Murray, I got a quick question for you for okay. Wednesday. This is a little teaser joke for everybody. Okay. Does that mean Polly sold is in a computer? <laughs> yes, it's exactly what it means. Okay.
2: So we learned that Castano's—he had he was shot like a hundred times, which is normal for a cop to shoot somebody a hundred times, but he survived. And he thinks he's immortal. I cannot be killed, done? You will die. And we, he, he also throws out, because he's like, I know you got Dirk Bronson. He's like, oh, he's not the only one. I've hired a multitude of the, the, the greatest killers. we learn these guys are the most imbeciles <laughs> ever.
1: But, like, the greatest killers money can buy, stun. <laughs> Yeah, the, these killers are so great. We barely get to know them, understand them. We just see them fail. Right. So,
2: Houston, he goes, he's out the parking lot, and lo and behold, Dirk Bronson works quick. He's waiting
1: for him outside with his little silencer pistol. Houston, like, he shoots at Houston. I love this because Matt turns into a deer in the headlights. He just stops and takes in his surroundings, you know, by telepathy or something. And then hides behind a car. It took him a good while. And then
2: he does the classic 80s move. He just slides across a hood and then lands. And he's like, you know, lurking, hiding. And then he hides behind a car as Dirk Bronson's coming towards him. Jumps out, stops him, grabs the gun, points it at uh Ed Bronson. He
1: I thought he it. delivered a pretty cool line here. I didn't write it down, though. I don't remember it either. yeah. But they he's gonna he's gonna take them in and him, Vince and Matt are gonna interrogate him. Yeah,
2: they're immediately like, We're gonna beat the shit out of you until you tell us. And he's like, If you leave one
1: mark on me, I'll have my lawyers up your ass. Yeah, this is not a good cop, bad cop. It's just straight up fucking yeah. hands are finally untied. <laughs> right.
2: I'm gonna be he's the tied shit.
1: up, but they're not. If only a black cowboy came in. <laughs> yeah, slap the <laughs> shit out of him, yeah. That would be so good.
3: Phil, have you ever watched cruising? <laughs> I, no. Oh, you got to watch That's cruising. why I didn't that's why I didn't listen to the episodes. I have to watch the Oh, you got to watch cruising.
1: <laughs> so many so many amazing moments in it.
3: So Houston's like, "Who you
2: got me there? Ah, but how about I do this?" How about I tell everybody you told us everything, and we send you back to the the who's gal? Cause that's what a Texas guy would say.
1: Yeah, the, the who's
2: gal? Who's gal? Who's gal. Did Castanos give
1: him that yeah. line? Yeah.
2: And he's like, and you'll be known as a snitch. No fucking way. You'll, I'll be dead in a day if I know I'm a snitch. All right. I'll tell you. And we learn Because he's like, there's no way. How did he talk to you? He's like, yeah. there was an orderly. I think his name was Felix. He was our go-between, right? So they got the next lead.
1: they even get a uh, Bronson to admit? Uh, what was it Bronson? Bronson. Yeah. He admits to sending him the jackalope bomb. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was Cassano's idea,
3: though. Right. He, he right. Bl- the idea was yeah was yeah was yeah sorry right. he was a jackalope. Uh, an insane person comes up with an idea to put a fucking bomb <laughs> in a jackalope. I mean, I guess that is what an insane person would do. I don't, I don't know. know. What
1: do you get a man who has everything? <laughs> yeah. You got to get him a yeah. mystical, yeah. unique crypto monster, crypto
2: zoology. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was either that or the paw of a Bigfoot. and couldn't find one. That's really hard. MacGyver killed the last one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Our very first tippy tap, by the way. Go check it Very out. first. Tippy-tap. So. They go back to the mentalist to Raymond St. Jacques with his great voice. I assure you, there's no way he can talk to anyone.
1: And while Felix
2: is a very upstanding citizen, there's no way. And then Matt is like, this motherfucker makes 17 grand a year. He's gotta be dirty. He's a piece of shit.
1: Right. He's poor. While the doctor's yeah. trying to talk to them, they're rifling Matt is just going through going through, through medical he- records yeah. and shit. <laughs> his Hip-hop. credit history.
3: His <laughs> yeah. credit history is somehow in the drawer of his office desk. <laughs> And so, how does it ordinarily have an office, first of all? Yeah,
2: really. He wipes people's asses and like cleans out like bedpans and shit. He's got his
1: own office with all of his shit in there, right? His credit report and everything. Right. And so, Matt is just having a great time, griffing through all of his shit, knocking all of his uh, personal photos over and everything. And then he starts going through the desk drawers and he finds tickets.
2: Right. Well, he finds out he's a 401k and he's like, there's no way an orderly would yep. have
1: that.
3: Yeah. They don't so, deserve it. <laughs> especially in the
1: <laughs> 80s. Like, did people really use 401ks in the 80s? No, I don't think, I don't think so. Because I thought that was a newer thing when we were like, hey, guess what? No one gets Social Security. You guys right. have to do it back yourself. in the
2: day. You probably get a pension. And yeah. then, yeah, know, exactly. The, the crooks on Wall Street were like, no, 401k. No, that's a lot of money. Yeah. He finds several airline tickets and he goes, hmm, this must be a clue. So he takes it back to CJ. And she goes on, babe. Types it up. You know, we learned that all of these, oh my God. Uh, all of these uh, airline tickets are from
3: cities. The exact same day a prison break happened in a city. Uh-huh. Wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. Go for it. Why did they? Why did he have to get all of his killers out of prison? Like, is he just wanted to be difficult to do this? Yeah, shit? You think they were the worst. <laughs> like, isn't there killer? like a thousand killers in America? They, well, we, as we learned, they're the worst killers yeah, because they're locked ones.
2: up. first of all. Yeah, it yes, makes because
3: matters. the deal was they got a million dollars and a ticket to the country. There, maybe they had something to gain or something. But wouldn't you do if you're out of prison? You'd still, I think I would do be it a for sweet a million. deal. Yeah, I don't, I don't need a ticket.
1: Right, it's like he wanted the compromise on them and everything. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking double dip here, get you out of prison, then I have you know a hook on you. So if you ever fucking get out of line." I can get you wow. back in prison or something like He's that. He's playing some 4D chess. Right. Because if he goes out again any normal killer, you know, he might have also met these people. Uh there's probably like a prison chat board or something that they all talk on.
2: So Yeah, and they're or their apple their Apple Three was that it? Yeah, it was And that uh CJ's like, look, you're distraught. Let's have let's go to Vinny's, Mama Vinny's, I- get, the, <laughs> get the get the um no, no. <laughs> not, not, what with some of our delicacies at Vinny's? Uh. Oh,
1: oh, well, right now, what I'm really in is the enchilada, uh, <laughs> mustachito. <Okay. laughs> oh okay. my god, the uh, the t- it's tamale an minestrone, face. yeah. yeah.
2: And like, and he, I, I know you got some jokes you want to lay on Vinny, so let's go, Matt. And he's like, all right, but first, we got to check out Bo. No one's talked about Bo until now. Why
3: would you? He's a piece of shit. He (laughs) He didn't even know. Like, he's like, hey, how's Bo doing? She's like, he's doing better. No, he's still on life support or he's out of the ER or something. And then Matt's just like. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. that I forgot. That's, what, that's
1: why I'm doing this. Oh, yeah, Bo. Yeah, let's check out. Yeah. Wait, what was his name again, Bo? <laughs> well, we got to get him. I have a few more gifts. I'd like him to open <laughs> yeah. just in case. <laughs> yeah. Like, we learn what Bo's yeah. real. Castano's kind of guy who would put
2: two bombs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right.
1: Yeah, He's not worried. His How did... before. What, was it, <laughs>
2: was it like... It. Was it activated when you open the present how did he know when like it was gonna blow up like matt obviously didn't care he's got everything so
1: mike row wave (laughs) timing (laughs) okay
2: so he's like the sensei. he is all right he might have
1: he might have been in uh overseas in a fight with sensei that might have been where he learned it okay okay so they
2: stop at the hospital they're going to walk in Right. Or they're walking out, I don't remember, but you know for rich
1: people they don't park in the handicap spots they parked in the back, right
0: yeah Dude, Very nice so,
2: guy. yeah, master killer Cletus Sims <laughs> his plan was I'm gonna run them over with a car
3: <laughs> wait 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 wait. Okay. We forgot at the pro- when they're going through the profiles on baby. They Please, found the two killers, right? They had Alvin A- Ambler, and then they had yeah. Clevis Sims, and they said that you know Alvin is is he's connected to the mob. Clevis, cleve, Clevis, Clevis, is that what it was? Sims is from New Jersey. He's a killer who kills... This is exactly what she said. I have it in quotes. He kills in different ways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then it tracks. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. That's Because that's where
2: they can never pin anything on you. You don't have, like... You mix it up. up. And
3: you wear shoes that are two sizes bigger than your real feet.
1: (laughs) And you walk backwards. (laughs) And you walk
3: backwards in the
1: snow. Oh, my God. The fucking cops. So...
2: he, Matt throws CJ out of the way. Po, he like does like a, like he's going to shoot like magic rays out of his fingers. I don't know what he was doing. And then so he shit. leaps out of the way. So the guy's like, I guess I have to turn around and run them over again. Right. Matt grabs like a, like a, like Stanchion. a, yeah. And just smashes the windshield. All right, we we noticed this on our second watch. It's infuriated me because it was.
1: <laughs> it's such a bad. Prop. He
2: hits a fire hydrant. Okay, if you watch it, he <laughs> hits a fire hydrant. There is a tube with water two feet away from where the fire hydrant is, and then water just starts spraying. It's a hose. Fucking irritated <laughs> me. I was thr- sorry. I was. I had to turn it off. And I was. I was like, I can't watch this for
1: no- you know. I, I'm thrown off. I'm <laughs> Who is Matt Houston? Who is anything? Who right. is? Uh, yeah. Who do I believe anymore? Murray. Murray had a moment. He was like, "It's not the clothes. It's the clothes hanger." Wait, what is that <laughs> yeah. line? I was thinking about the clothes yeah. when I should have been thinking about the hanger.
3: That's you right. Thinking about the hanger. Yeah. That's it. So
2: Clevis is dead. I don't know what the fuck happened you know, to him. he hit his head yeah.
3: on. He hit his head on the Thank God
2: board. he's in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's,
3: he's staying dead and naked. He's dead.
2: So inside, Mama Novelli, being a classic, stereotypical Italian mob, is praying the rosary <laughs> yeah. over the body of Bo, even though he probably thinks Catholicism is Satanism because he's a redneck. <laughs> but she's still praying for him. And CJ's like, Mama Novelli, and she's like, Who who would kill Matt Houston? And she's like, Let me tell you about this Costanos guy. Houston had. Had a friend who was like an ambassador or something in Germany, and Costanos got a hold of his wife, and they had to identify her by the dental records. It was that brutal a killing. And of course, Matt, he had to like avenge his his, his friend his friend's wife's murder. So he followed Costanos all across Europe. All over. Mm-hmm. One day, the British cops, they call them Bobbies, they Cornered Kasunos but remember this is ass backwards England where the cops don't carry guns, so they were slaughtered by Kasunos because he has—I don't know—I don't know the proper word I should say—but the strength of someone who's mentally inca- yeah. incapable of making decisions for himself. It's the strength and- of Matthew. <laughs> the strength of Matthew. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. so, thankfully, our cops do carry guns. And when they caught up to him, they shot him 13 times. And then 32
1: times. (laughs) And and he survived. Then they put a chokehold on him. And he
2: survived, which is why (laughs) it's okay for a cop to shoot you 32 times because you'll survive. They know
3: how to shoot and not hit the vital organs.
1: That's right.
3: So they should, did, they, they did make it a big point to talk about this. People who haven't seen this think, think you're joking, probably, but they made it a huge point to yeah. talk about how the English, the British had no guns, and thank God our San Diego police officers had guns. It was, it's actually, she says, thank God that, yeah, they had guns. Yeah, it's, That's it's pretty classic. Thank
2: God, they stood their ground,
3: right? Yeah.
2: Then she weighed, and uh, she's like, Mama me. mia, <laughs> spicy this meatball! What this is, a, this is a crazy? What are you gonna do? I don't know what we can do, Mama. All right, so Matt goes back. He goes. He, he, he's going he's, back to the hospital. Yeah, he, somehow he's just a, a he, he's not even I don't even sure if he's a private investigator. I think he's just a rich guy who loves, which was a very common thing because there was a show called Heart to Heart, which also had a rich couple that." Stumbled on murders constantly and then solved them. Amazing, but uh, Good another, another Aaron Spelling production.
1: Hey, you know that's how people feel about themselves
3: with true crime today.
1: Like, there's yeah. all kinds of true crime podcasts. That's why we're trying to crack into it. We just haven't found any murders recently.
3: That's so. No, that's no different than uh, Murder She Wrote. I mean, you did the, uh, yeah. the, the Albra uh, yeah the episode, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: everywhere she goes, somebody's getting killed. <laughs> right. I. I mean, coincidence? I think not. Exactly. No,
1: we talk about it in our. Uh, Murder. She wrote our first episode with Abra, where she is a Q level being from Star Trek. That right, is, she is she and is. she just orchestrates this whole town. She's yeah. a puppet master yeah. with She's a like lot the of. She's like a little
2: strength. kid on that Twilight Zone episode. Or it that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I Hated that kid. <laughs> so just throttle that kid. <laughs> but you couldn't because he couldn't. He put you in the cornfield. Right.
1: uh, Ooh, Simpson's voice. Yeah, yeah, but yeah,
2: Bart Simpson was in that episode.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
2: So with the power of just being a rich guy who likes to solve crimes, (laughs) Raymond Saint Jacques lets him into Casinos' uh uh room. uh, Room. Yeah. And we see a body just laying there. I love how like Cavalier the doctor is. He's like curled up in the fetal position. He's like you're going to get up casting I got somebody to see. Like they're not like what the fuck happened to this guy? Yeah, like, no. He could be dead for all they know. Yeah. I think sad.
3: that's I, I think that's Felix. I think that was Felix. That's
2: it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. We got a PI of our own
3: here. That's yeah, crazy. I had to watch it
2: 10 times <laughs> writing these <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, see, it's not as easy as it Oh you, man. You people, if you knew what we go through man, week I'm in sorry. and week out. With a job, we work. People, Well, we do this much, much like Matt Houston. This is our P.I. business. That's right.
1: (laughs) We just don't have the secretaries. We just have Madding. And sometimes Joe Coleman comes over in his rugby shorts. Yes, just to flaunt it.
2: (laughs) And so, yes, you're right. It was Felix. And they're like, oh, like I was speaking of Simpsons. Right when we say Jack, is Dr. Hibbert. He's just like, who? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, whatever. Any, I anyone, guess <laughs>
3: anyone need their appendix removed?
2: Hell yeah. So CJ is like waiting for uh She's waiting in the car. And she bumps into Elvin Ambler,
1: the other uh, convict. And 9 assassin. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Top, you're right. These are the fucking gooberiest assassins ever Good. plain daylight looking like you gotta look pretty you gotta look like james bond if you're gonna assassinate someone in front of a hospital bumps into him they she's been looking at their he pictures he's
2: walking with a gun in his hand and she's like
1: i better get a cop yeah well this is a stand your ground state right. you know well la she, she, be,
3: she beats his ass like she takes him no. out with karate
1: she uh, well, he was probably surprised by when she turned yeah. to look at him and the face of makeup. He's like, Whoa, <laughs> wow, that's a lot of makeup. <laughs> and so Faye. that disarmed him for a minute there. And then she did, uh, she disarmed him. She disarmed him. Uh, that's that's not your purse and kicked him in the groin. And fucking... And then she's like, I need to get a cop. And lo and behold, there is a cop. Yeah, or is it a cop? Oh no, we recognize a strong face. Even behind those fucking aviators, like, <laughs> He's I don't looking know. really creepy he's got he's got Gary Busey kind of hat he does it's have a, a Gary big... Busey
2: vibe in this episode, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and he's like somebody call it cop,
2: and it's it's fucking Costanos. and he grabs her and they jump in an r v and take off, oh man, all right c j wakes up she's in the back of that r v and he's just like. He's like, uh, she's like, look, just let me go. I promise I won't tell anybody. Just let me go. And then he's like, you know, the soul of a man lives inside a woman. And I'm pretty sure my soul is inside you. I might have to do some horrible things to you. Forgive me. And then he just gets a masking tape and just puts it over her mouth.
3: Bernard the postman was right all along. (laughs) I, I, you saw this as a kid. Uh, how, do you know what you were thinking at this
1: time when you have this insane person talking I, about? I, this honestly,
3: on, honestly, it's it is it was so unnerving. Like it should have not. I should have not been watching this. Show. He's yeah. he's scary. Like he, he is. Chuck Connors is actually really good in this. Like yeah. we make fun of, him, but he's it might be one of his best performances. That and Maniac Killer as Doctor Osborne. Like he's good. He is scary, yeah.
1: I remember watching shit like that. Like X Files. I got to watch X Files when I was like oh seven God. and eight or whatever, whenever that show was airing. And I would get like everything I could to wedge my window shut because that had such an impact. I was like, someone's gonna hey, break in my room. Phil will attest to this. Salem's
2: lot when we oh were God. little was on should oh, not be on television. Dead. Trilogy of Terror. All of these like yeah. made for TV yeah. movies yes. were way scarier than the horror movies they
1: make now. Salem's Lot is fucking great. Like yeah, they, I watched that was yeah. a Mike rec- recommendation yeah. a while ago. That was very good.
3: They they did Trilogy of Terror was always cuz it was rated PG or something but it was yeah. on and that last episode with the the doll running Of course it looks yeah. funny now, but I remember yeah. I remember yeah. I used to put an afghan over my head. <laughs> yeah and like looked through the slats on the afghans yeah. like because I was scared shitless
2: and then remember it was don't be afraid of the dark where there were those yes. little monsters that were living in like yeah. a, a chimney
3: a little claymation like, monsters curl creepy shit I like no I like they were fun. like
2: I think they were like literally midgets that were dressed up they oh. had like oh. they had gorilla bodies and these weird like shrivelled raisin heads oh creepy. and they were like little and they lived in they lived in a creepy. they were trapped inside a uh, chimney and somebody like broke it open because they were like renovating a house yeah. Yeah. And the end they just take the girl away and put her in the chimney like it's not a happy ending. Like the girl dies. Damn, that's fucking brutal. So you see that at 5.
1: And this is a TV movie Griff. Yeah. This isn't right? like Right. No, know. that's fu- well, TV yeah. was yeah. I, because they, All the all this uh choice paralysis is killing creative, sh- you know, everything. Like people we should have more just go back to watching antennas, all I'm saying. Right.
2: So Matt is back at the palatial estate, the palatial uh, penthouse apartment. He's pacing back and forth. He's like, God damn it, Vince, we got to do something. And he's like, I don't know where the hell, where could CJ be? Castaneda's probably gutting her right now, pulling her soul out. And then he gets a call. Of course he gets a call from Castaneda. Houston, meet me at the spot. And then Houston's like, the Scooby-Doo abandoned where uh, amusement park?
1: Jesus Christ. It's got
2: to be there.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Let's see what we can whip up for amusement, Houston. <clears throat> I think she's the one. I may just find my soul.
1: Houston, he's ready. I, Phil, would you like to tell us about this scene here? This is probably <laughs> one of Matt's greatest, most bravado moments of this
3: episode that I saw. Where he like walks in with, oh, with, oh no, before that, the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so about. guess what? This is, let me just say that this episode of Matt Houston is like dark Houston. He is like rattled. He's upset. He's angry. He's, this is not typical Matt Houston. I actually okay. thought that this episode would turn this whole series like into Matt being a little edgy. And I think it was, they were trying to tweak it so that people would watch it. Cause they, they kind of wanted that. That's what you get in this next scene. Like he, he's drinking like Jack straight. It was goes in. Dickel. What
1: was it? I looked at that label <laughs> and I was telling Kayla about this because she loves her uh, Dickel, and uh, yeah, it was a Jack Daniel's label, but it said dickle i'm pretty sure
3: oh shit i well, got go a, back
1: in the day yeah you wouldn't have an eagle product placement. Yeah, yeah i gotta go back and look at that again because i think i caught that the and label now, looked like jack it looked like a black yeah track. it had oh, that, that font and everything well
2: because yeah. remember this is before product placement was in everything so you'd make up like playboy magazine would be play magazine yeah
1: and that kind of shit right so that's what they were probably doing so i'm really interested to go take another look i meant to do
3: that and i forgot to So, yeah, like like Matt raids, like he never uses a gun ever unless he, even though he has an arsenal of, yeah, yeah, exactly. It makes no sense, but (laughs) he has an accent, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, And and he, he grabs a double barrel shotgun. And he walks out to the elevator. Very and sits, Road sits. Warrior, I should say. Oh, and he's, yeah, he's got it draped over his shoulder. And this is the same year Road Warrior was out, right? He's 82. Yeah. So it, it's, yes. it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, influence of George Miller and Road Warrior. Go check yeah. that out. And, and his secretary, her name is Sis, she actually appears. On the show, like for like forty episodes. She's pleased with them. It's like, you gotta call the cops, man This is you can't do this on your own. Yeah, we
2: forgot to mention she was totally eavesdropping on that yeah. conversation. She oh. like pops
3: in the background and then disappears. Oh, okay. Total okay. jerk. Total <laughs> jerk. She should have been fired immediately. Yeah, she should have just and, listened on the outside line, you know? Like, God, come on. Yeah. And then she says something like, I never I'm scared. You're scaring me, Matt. I've never seen you with a gun before. And then he's like, he has it draped over and he's like, I'm a. He's like I am different, and he's like goes down the elevator. And again, I think everybody thought that this would be the change in tone of Matt Houston. It would have been probably really cool because it would be really dark. Yeah, but it didn't happen. The next show after this one, oh, no. Matt Houston is molested by aliens. <laughs> no,
2: what? No! People, you need to listen yeah. to this episode because yeah. then we're going to yeah. do I'm the so alien bad. episode. But only if you. We get the what is it? 150 in the first day.
1: Well, no, the 150 is for the tattoo.
2: Well, I think we got to throw in the med. We, we, we
1: always it at like a hundred or so for for the the next episode in the series. Because what did we just do? Where we're like, we'll do the remake of it. If we get 100 in the first.
2: Yeah, I don't remember. We
1: just did something that an awful remake of it. I don't remember.
2: Oh, yeah. It was. uh, Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah,
1: we can't remember what. We can't remember. It was was the one
2: before Road Warrior. I don't remember what that episode was.
1: Clash of the Titans.
2: Clash of the Titans. That's what it was, yeah. Which nobody, thankfully, asked for that. That's right. So, okay. So now he's at the amusement park. It's like. It's probably like Knott's Berry Farm closed for like the winter or some shit. Yeah, I you know?
1: immediately I was just like, look, there's abandoned shit everywhere. This place looks like it's
3: been closed for an hour.
2: <laughs> Even the fountain is running. Or did Costanos turn that on? Yeah. Uh, now he
3: owns that amusement park. Oh, remember, yeah. Remember oh. his industries were like shipping lanes, real estate, and amusement parks <laughs> just for this scene. Is this,
2: <laughs> is this the amusement park where Kiss met the Phantom?
3: I want to know. I don't know, but only Burgess Meredith knows. Oh, okay.
2: So yeah, so we get a lot of cat and mouse here. Uh, the, the fountain like turns off, and we see yeah. Castanos on this ledge. Who's done? <laughs> and he's like, he's got a crossbow. Yeah, reminds me of a little movie called Road Warrior. It's, it's, yeah. This 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 show is very influenced by Road Warrior. Very Everyone, much so, yeah. Eighty two, it was all Road Warrior. And so Houston, like, he shoots at Houston, like, hits, like, Houston's hiding behind a caramel apple, like, cart.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, we don't get into the chase yet, because he, like, calls down to him and tells him, he's like, I own you, and very soon I'll own CJ. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, it is. And and then, uh, you know, he starts to scurry off, and he's got CJ, Castanos has CJ with him, so he's like... I promise this will not take long. And like tapes are moshed or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then,
2: then the carousel starts. <laughs> and we see Elvin Ambler. Yeah, Matt approaches on... the carousel. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, well, yeah. I guess the finally realize how useless he was. And he did that. He's like, yeah, I don't need him anymore, done?
1: He would have
3: spoiled
1: my phone.
3: So then they found Matt- they, they Sean Orchard, Alvin Amber, they fucking Sean Orchard his ass. They fucking had that. There's a there's a crush Quiznos like cup <laughs> <up> on the <laughs> hill where, where Castor Troy was. He had a mustache. He had a, his you know, Castor Troy's mustache was a lot like fucking <laughs> Matt Houston's mustache. Very really? similar. Very. Similar. You think that was a coincidence? I don't think so. I don't know. The influence. The influence. It was eating a peach. Like, Castanos was eating a peach. So,
2: Matt is hiding behind a caramel apple cart. We see a bolt from the crossbow hit it. Matt fires off his shotgun. That could have been your heart if I wanted you, Stan. All right. So, now he disappears, Castanos. The chase continues. They're, like, in an open, like, amphitheater-type situation. Yeah. Acosta knows is at the top of the,
1: the the amphitheater. Houston's walking up the steps. There's like no. This is the most dangerous thing Matt Houston's done. It is reckless what he is doing. In the open, he's on the low ground here. This is what got Anakin Skywalker fucking brutally murdered by uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. You gotta be in the high ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's on the low ground. And he's just walking. There's one place for Costanos to be hiding, so he's like, well, he's there, so I'm just going to walk out there. He's he's enraged.
2: CJ, perhaps the love of his life, we don't know. We don't know. He's You know, he's not thinking straight, Griff.
1: That's right. Well, we don't, we we suspect that CJ isn't thinking straight either, so he might be chasing something he can't get. That's, but maybe that's what yeah, he likes,
2: because exactly he's, he's rich. Matt Houston's one of those guys to be like, I could turn straight.
1: She just needs a little mustache ride. He is yeah. rich. He's used to getting everything he wants. Right. And CJ's been the only person not, you know. What do
2: you get for the man who owns a jackalope, mounted jackalope? A
1: lesbian, apparently. A lesbian, turned lesbian.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, Griff, Griff, oh, Griff, Griff. Oh. Pussy fog. Pussy He's fog. in the pussy fog. He's insane
3: with it. Oh, my Wait, God. That's what it is. Exactly. That's, That's what Castanos right. is trying to find in the soul oh, of the world. It's, where this, right. it's the origin of the fog. Yes.
2: Holy shit. It does have supernatural origins, yes. <laughs> the Lord of the Nether region. The Lord of the Nether region. where yeah, exactly. <laughs> comes from. Nether region. <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
2: If you people don't listen to us regularly, you're missing some <laughs> hilarious callbacks right now. But...
1: Our, our Lord just got three feet deeper with this Lord of the Nether region. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> We're gonna to need to come up with a name for that character. But that's in another episode. We'll talk to you about that, Phil. Yeah. So, <laughs>
3: I'm thinking right now, I'm writing down ideas. That
1: might that might be the name of your hot dog cocktail. The <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Nether region. The
3: crossover has happened.
1: <laughs> there.
2: So, so uh, Castanos fires a bolt at Houston. He he run, he dodges one way and throws his gun the other way for some <laughs> And then he's like, "Ha! Chase me, who's done?" He takes (laughs) off, and then he just—he's so in the fog. He leaves the gun and just chases after him.
1: Oh man! So here we are. We've got—I mean, we're like on a—at least an elevated type situation here. So there's like a mounted wood staircase uh, that's on like a, a hillside, cliffside, whatever, and so. Houston somehow got ahead of him and is under the ridgside like uh, walkway that yeah. um, Castanos is going to be walking on along here, and so of course Mash is waiting for him to go looking out for Matt, and as soon as he does, he reaches that crossbow over like the little banister or, uh, or, or guardrail or whatever. And Houston grabs it and fucking throws it away. And then, like, does the baseball thing when you hit a home run, or at least you think you did, but actually it's going to fall four feet short and you're supposed to be running to second right now. And he just watches it. Like, he throws it and then puts his hand over his eyes like, oh, man, look at that thing go. Turns around, and there's Castano springboarding. Tope Suicidia. With a knife. With a knife. And remember... Chuck Connors, he's probably about
2: 60 at this time, but he has the strength of a million Matthews. That's right. So
0: <laughs>
2: they're struggling, and they're scuffling. And then he, grab, he, he, he wants to grab some of the chest hair off of Matt Houston. Instead, he grabs a, a wire. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. I that told was... you
2: no cops, Houston. I'm going to have to kill CJ. He punches Houston, knocks him out temporarily. So Castano's is getting ready to go back to where he has CJ head, but Matt just in the nick of time makes the save. Yeah, and then he, like they're like on a like a ledge or something. They're what? above like this like water, it's like water, like a waterfall, like
3: rocks. It's yeah. supposed to have rocks on it. Yeah,
1: was it the same spot that Castano's called down to him at the beginning? Might have I think been so. Yeah, yeah. And so now we're here. We got the cops out uh, by the front of the pond there right. and they've all got their guns pointed up at him and everything
2: and that the i I, this, he like separates himself somehow from castano's yeah he I throws him he's, down yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: fire keep shooting <laughs> he's, in the, he's in the way falls into he rolls down the rocks and yeah. yeah, Houston pushes yeah. them because they can't get a clear shot when they're no, struggling. No, they falls they, right into the water. No,
2: they shoot him, and then he falls into the water. Water, and oh. then Houston says, "Keep shooting," like because they're oh. like, "We shot him." We're oh, fine. I thought they.
3: Wait. I thought Matt threw him. No, no, I think he just oh, okay. throws him. And no, he falls I'm pretty sure. That. And okay, he well, runs, that, falls then into the water, and then the cops are like, okay. Aiming at the water and and they don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah, and Houston's like screaming, like shoot it, like fire, you fuckers, you know. And Mm. that's strange because most of the time the LAPD just they have no problem still unloading. (laughs) Uh, They
1: learned from this episode
2: because it turns out even a million shots isn't enough for Castanos.
1: You know, CJ told us the whole story about how the. Uh, the Bobbies over there didn't know how to shoot, and then he came well, he, over to l a have anything to shoot with and he got shot up and everything these fucking cops they had like straight up military grade weapons they had like m sixteens and shit <laughs> they fucking were launching grenades into this and some't the even
3: have those guns yet like it's eighty two like didn't it isn't like didn't' like when they had the Hollywood shootout. you, you remember when that a- happened? this is a SWAT <sighs> team or something I don't know no. They it's look ridiculous. like idiots though. Remember, the one guy was like like bullied into shooting by Houston's screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <We're, laughs>
2: and he's like, keep it. shooting. And the like, kids <laughs> is like, holy shit, no one's going to survive that,
1: Houston. Yeah. We literally see like eight shots go off, and Houston's like, no, we'll shoot him more. Keep shooting. He dove into a pond. And they're like, yeah, he's downstream. You can literally see him. Like, yeah. he, it's Bloody. that shallow. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he might be downstream. Downstream of what? It's a fountain. It's like a little pond.
2: Matt, unfortunately, takes Vince's word for it, and he gets CJ and takes her back to the car, and lo and behold, Costinos pops up. With
3: is it Matt's shotgun? He has. Yeah, he has one round left in that shot. Just game. one
0: shell
2: left, Houston, and it's all I need. And they struggle. We get the struggle where we hear a shot go off, and then we're like, and they separate. We're like, oh my god, who got shot? The guy who stars in the show called Matt Houston, <laughs> oh, Costanos. It was Costanos. He yeah. got
1: shot. But that, again, Chuck good. Connors. Yeah, he goes down and he stares daggers.
2: You cannot kill me, Houston. I'm a mortal. It was fucking Because he doesn't have a
1: soul. He's immortal.
3: Uh, it's inside well, CJ. Yeah, exactly. It's inside Once the, he kills uh,
2: CJ, he dies. Yeah. All right. So now we got the wrap up part of the show. They're at Houston, Inc. Bo is out. He's in a wheelchair now. Mama's just fawning over. Him. I'm like, don't you get out of that wheelchair. <laughs> bring it in. They, oh, they open up the elevator. Houston's got all his babes around. That's him. right. And he's like, give Bull a thrill. Pretend like you like him, you know. Yeah. So they're all like, Oh, Bo, you're so you know, good to see you out. And then CJ gets a call.
1: And she's like, Hmm, really? You remember yeah. earlier when we were trying to build up how great Chuck Connors was and how right. excited we are for this new Matt Houston and he's got this yeah. fucking crazy assassin after him and everything. I'm sorry everybody, but this is our conclusion. Yeah, she's like
2: Oh, yeah, uh, Houston. You're not going to believe this. Castinos woke up, and he laughed maniacally. (laughs) And then he tried to escape by diving out the 14th floor window. It's over, Houston. He's dead. And then they just, like, embrace or some shit, and then it's like, it's fine. So, yeah, so first of all, Griff and I had never seen the show. We're like, is he a regular? Is this, like, the second or third time we've seen Castinos? No. It's the only time we see him, and he's never
3: going to appear again. What happened... To that ending, because why didn't he get an on-screen death? That makes no sense. Did did Connors like break a contract rule or something? They just tacked that on. Yeah, something something. You would think
2: they would have had him die at the amusement park. Yeah, what is this bullshit?
3: Weird. It's weird, but maybe
2: maybe I I, maybe they were going to bring him back. But yeah, like Chuck Connor's like, no, this took a lot out of me. Getting into the mind of Casano was was too intense. (laughs) I can't do it again.
1: Like Manhunter. Yeah. He's like, I can't
3: go to that place anymore. Oh, of course. (laughs) Or maybe, (laughs) or maybe, maybe Raymond St. Jacques called and he's on the Casano's payroll as well. And he told Matt. That he was, that he jumped out a window, and he's completely fine. And oh he my escape god! And oh, they'll never, and yeah. That, that would yeah. be. S-
1: if you weren't so busy writing your erotic fan fiction, you, <laughs> you could have been writing this. I'm episode. sorry,
2: I'm. It's just erotic fan fiction. Is what I'm I'm known for. Every you time know. you go to write a real- Raymond Saint Jacques, actually, <laughs> my erotic <laughs> name. I, he's, all all,
3: he's wearing a towel. <laughs> I'm
0: sweaty.
1: It's just every time he goes to write I've watched this I'm like hey can you write down a couple things I need to pick up the grocery store next thing You know Murray's got right. a whole fucking sprawl About how a fucking uh, 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 Bennett is going to town On so and so It's like, he's like Murray
3: He's like James in uh, Burial Ground He's always typing penthouse yeah. forum articles I'm yeah. a very
2: sensual it's- person I can't help it All right, It's just who I am It's part of what's in my soul I found my soul inside a woman, (laughs) and now I write the greatest erotic fiction under the under the pen name Raymond Saint Jacques.
1: Oh, Billy, got any closing statements for
3: for for our great Matt Houston? Yeah, you know, I'd mentioned before we kind of did that whole rating between you know Matt uh, Matt Houston and Magna Pi, and I, I really identify with this show because. I'm like a cut rate version of <laughs> like, like I'm a like a B movie person like I don't relate to a people I relate to like I don't relate to Magnum PI I relate to like you know well, all the cut missed, rate entertainment that's kind
2: of me. a loser on that show we I about. guess
3: I don't know I just knew <laughs> he was he was on for the eight asshole. seasons <laughs> yeah so, and Matt Houston was not but I you know I just it's just so shoddy it's fun. It's it's a it's. It, I'm actually enjoying rewatching it. So, awesome. yeah. well, great great well, show. We so, had a great time. Yeah, too. Yeah, Bro, you you thanks be, for having me on. By the way, you might be a oh, B lister in life. You're an A
2: lister. A
1: lister on going really? Go- on wait, do you mean that? Absolutely. It? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, thanks, guys. I can't wait to hear. I want. I want to find. <laughs> we've been talking about an episode that was questionable material in there for a uh, Matt Houston episode. <laughs> Maybe a little racist tones. Remember, yeah.
3: there was some. There was something going on. Um, man. but we would yeah. love to hear if you find a fi- episode across... four. If you're yeah. curious, episode four. Of yeah. Madison. I believe Dick is Bucket. the number.
1: Yeah, but yeah. we would love to hear about some more episodes. Yeah. And him. hey,
2: maybe great. if Mr. Jack Battelier is listening to this episode, oh. maybe we can set up a crossover. Jack, I'd love one. to
1: get you in here and dip yeah. your toes in Matt's pool. <laughs> yeah.
2: We could, yeah, we could. I, I don't know that. <gasps> that was a marathon episode. We that recorded was. that. But if Obviously, we could find, we...
1: if we could, you
2: could pick the greatest Matt Houston episode, and Jack could pick the greatest Magnum piece. or maybe the opposite. We have you pick a Magnum episode, and he it a Magnum. I Houston love episode. this. I uh, I okay, I like Jack. That. If you're listening, no. if, if if I don't, I hate this. I hate to steal <laughs> your line when we finish this episode. But if you're listening, you let me know. You're not to reach me.
1: Let me know. All righty, everybody. Uh, of course, Phil, thank you for being on here. What a great time. I loved getting to learn about Matt. Copping a feel has just been such a success. This has been so As much fun. Everything we do. Yeah. I loved watching this show and it was even more fun. I, I didn't think this show could get any better, but here we are talking with Phil for the last, what, only like ninety minutes. We did a good job. We yeah. kept ourselves contained yes. somehow, yes. and like this is amazing. This is the We're best we've ever done. Yeah. We're getting okay at this. <laughs> but Murray, I'm going to say goodbye to our good friend Phil. Phil, see you later. Right, we'll see you guys. Would you sure. like to say bye to Phil as well? Yeah. So say bye to Phil for now. For now, exactly for now, and to you, audience. Look forward to Wednesday's episode with the. Joe Coleman, the Hungarian Hammer. Hammer, as he told us, he described to us today. Thunderlats. Thunderlats. Genetic I'm, jackpot. He told us he's strong as iron. It's like punching iron, and sure enough, Mia Murray punched him and it was iron. In fact, in a couple weeks, we'll be watching him live and in person beat up somebody. That's right. It's gonna be so satisfying. Yeah. He's been he's been he he likes to bully us a little bit, just push us over. Well, it's he's trying be nice. to
2: make us stronger.
1: He is, he's yeah. that's all it is. And, uh, We're trying to make you stronger by just putting out four hour episodes. So we're going to cut this one off short, though. This is a little endurance test for, or a little quicker test for you. And everybody, God, this is a great ending, right? You're just listening to me just fucking unravel here. It's rough. It's tough to conclude. And so here we are. And until next time, I'm listening.